Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 475, recorded live on Saturday, August 27th, 2016. And here are your hosts, the man who doesn't have family over this weekend, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who's not on vacation this weekend, Andy Lowe. Hi. Woo! Yes. Sorry about last week, folks. It was also a little delay because I forgot to copy all the files <laughs> that I normally use for random topic recaps. So you had to download them all? Um, well, no, I just waited until I got back home and then did it. Oh, forgot to copy them to your, to your laptop. Yes. Okay, that message makes way more sense now. I'm like, you forgot Yeah, no, I forgot the them. I forgot them all at home. I don't know what that means. Okay, sure. Well, just in case you were wondering why the random topic recap wasn't up yet was because it had not been created yep. until I got home. That's okay. We got it up. We yes. put it out. Yes. We've only missed one week this year. Yes, which we're going to miss another week this year, though, as well. What week are we missing? Uh, Next weekend with Labor Day. Okay. Unless you want to do something on Friday. You mean when I'm going to be, like, in Kalamazoo at yes. your place? Yes. Huh. I wonder, Andy, do you think we could record an episode when I'm at your place? We probably could. Just, you know, putting that out there, that maybe we could record in person while I'm at your place. Now that you say that, yes, it makes sense. Okay. Just <laughs> now, you know, I mean, there's still like Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that stuff for later on. So maybe we'll miss another episode, but we try to keep it down to a minimum. Yes, I normally try to just do the only the possibility of the high holidays, you know, when I'm super busy. Yep. Um, hey, Andy. Hey, Dave. Do you know what, what happens in three days? Um, it's almost the end of August. It is almost the end of August. Wait a second. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. I think I, I think I know where you're going with this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's figured it out, folks. Hold on. Hold on. Going back to the very beginning, Wednesday, August 30th, 20, 2006. 20 aught six is what you're looking 20 for. 20 six. Yeah. At 2.36 yeah. a.m. Well, that's... Yeah. Not sure how entirely accurate that is, but yeah. Damn. That was episode one. Damn. Ten years. Ten years! Well, shit. (laughs) Almost 500 episodes later. So let's see, ten years is 520 weeks. Ish. Okay, so 520 weeks. Ish. Yes, I know. I'm just ballparking, estimating 520 weeks. We've done 474 episodes, but 37 of those have been random topic recaps. So we've missed 83 weeks out of the past 10 years. Um, We've missed how many? 83 weeks. Oh, because it's 37 recaps. Yes. Yeah. So that's That's uh, 16%. I'm not including recaps. So we've missed 47 weeks. Yes. About. Somewhere about there. Yeah, because uh, it's been 521 weeks, actually. Oh, almost yeah, okay, 522. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fine. I mean, there's two leap years in there. Well, yeah, but a leap year is just a day. That's not adding a whole nother week to the calendar. Yeah, but Andy, what's 365 divided by seven? Hold on. I have the calculator up. 65. So. 
I'll give you a hint. It's not divisible by seven. No, it's not. It is not divisible by seven. You're right. You are correct, sir. So after a year, yeah, it was like 52 weeks. Maybe there's 53. But the point is that after 10 years, there's definitely at least one 53-week year. Probably, yes. You are correct. Well, now I know I got to post something on Facebook now on uh, on, um, on the, the 30th. On the, on the 30th, yeah. Is that Tuesday? Yes, it is a Tuesday. Tuesday. We have drifted one day. Excuse me. You are excused. Wow, 10 years. 10 years. What were you doing 10 years ago, Andy? Well, we were at PAX. We were at PAX. We were driving to PAX. Or... (laughs) I was trying not to die. Driving home from PAX, one or the other. No, at this point, it would be Saturday, so we'd be still at PAX. Okay. Ten years ago, we'd still... Ten years ago on Wednesday, though, we would have been home. Yes. We came home from PAX. Yes. Wow, ten years. Damn. That's that's, that's, all, that's all I've got on that one is just, damn. Yeah, I know. Like, that's, that's a long time to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Think about what we've changed in ten years and what we've kept exactly the same. <laughs> you mean the... I was going to say the hour length of the podcast, but then... Um, no, that was, a, that was a change. That was a development. Mm-hmm. You got tired of it being about an hour. Yes. Sometimes shorter. Sometimes yes. it was only like 40 minutes. If we just mm-hmm. had nothing to talk about, we're like, well, I guess we're done. We had the, we had it, the whiteboard for a bit. The whiteboard? We had whiteboards where we actually wrote down the possible topics before the webpage. Did we? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, Are you that sure was we had apartment. whiteboards? Or you had a whiteboard. Um, that was when we were recording in person in your apartment. So that was okay. Oh, there's another change: different apartments, different houses, mm-hmm. different time zones, multitude of different jobs. Yeah. Wow. Ten years, sir. Ten years. Congratulations on making it ten years. <laughs> At work, that would mean I qualify for my second sabbatical. But you get a sabbatical every five years. Oh. <gasps> Four weeks paid. Have I not told you about the sabbatical? I think this came up at one point. Maybe yeah, so when I was trying to convince you to years. buy a job, or not to buy it, to get a job over here. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not so happening now. On, on top of normal vacation, every five years you get a sabbatical, which is your choice, one four-week vacation or two two-week vacations. Mm. And the idea behind the sabbatical is not just to give you a vacation, but to give you a new experience, to have you go out and see the world, essentially. And so with that in mind, if you go somewhere you have not been before internationally, I just can't go to like, you know, I haven't been to Colorado. Woo! Has to be international, has to be to a country you've never been to before. Then the company will cover the cost of the airfare and will give you a daily stipend towards the hotel and food. Mm. So that's every five years. And my first five year is in a week. I hear Scandinavia is nice. Yeah. So here's my dilemma. Okay. My ideal vacation is sitting exactly where I'm sitting right now, which is to say playing on my computer. So the idea of, like, go spend two weeks somewhere internationally is, ah. Let me just say. Yeah. That on our honeymoon. Uh-huh. Which would not was, count because it was Puerto Rico. It's not yes. another country. Yes, but there are a lot of Caribbean countries that are international. True. It was quite nice and relaxing to take a book that I've wanted to read, leave my phone in the hotel room, and just go down to the beach on a lounge 
chair and sit back and read. True. It was international. It was exotic. Believe me, everybody there spoke Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice and relaxing. Yep. I, I got quite a sunburn doing that, but it was nice and relaxing. <laughs> yeah, you, you were a little pink when you guys came back. Oh, yeah. Oof. But, I mean, you, you see my, my personal, I mean, it's a terrible, oh, it's such a bad, bad <laughs> yes, dilemma to have. Definitely, this, is, this is like first world problems plus. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I have too much vacation time and I don't know where to go to take it. I mean, I'm definitely, uh, well, not definitely, I'm almost certainly going to split it into two two-week vacations. Yeah, four weeks somewhere, that's a... I have a dog! Yeah. What am I going to do with him for four weeks? Put him in, in the daycare? He'll think we abandoned him. Yeah, no, two weeks is, yeah. I did see, uh, well, didn't see, I heard on uh, on NPR something that might be interesting... I have to start looking at like how much it would cost and what it would be, but there's a uh, there's a company called Viking River Cruises. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Are you doing something in Europe or what? Maybe, like that could be cool. And uh, if it's a, a river cruise, that's probably not going to be too bad for like the motion of the ship for seasickness. Yeah, no, my parents uh, did that on one of their trips. They did a river cruise. I think that was on was that on their China trip or was that? Ah, there's a lot of choices. I know. That's and my parents have literally. Well, let's see. Let's see. They did Europe. They did Asia. They did Australia. Mom so, did Africa. This is one that goes on the Rhine. There's one on the Dan. There's actually a, a series on the Rhine. A series on the Danube. A couple in. There's one in Portugal. There's one on the River Elba. There's one in Russia. I don't know if I'd want to do that one. All inclusive, huh? <laughs> You <laughs> could also do a two-week cruise somewhere as well. Granted, yeah, no, the the boat sometimes gets a little rocky. Yeah. So this one, you fly into Moscow, and then you just go up the river and end in St. Petersburg. Holy crap, it's a 13-day itinerary. Holy crap, it's $5,200. That's very expensive. Yep. Go on a cruise, pay off a month of the uh, mortgage. <laughs> go on a cruise... Pay off a month of the mortgage. Cruise, month of mortgage. Hmm. This one you, uh, you Welcome find to adult. Down denial. You're going to be in denial? You go into denial. Uh, by the way, if I do something like this, I mean, that's, that's going to be some time that we can't uh, record. Just yeah, no, I'd have, to, I'd have to seriously pull people out. Of, that's what I need to start doing. I need to start pulling people out of the woodwork. Be like, hey, remember this from like eight years ago? <laughs> Remember Johnny Nero? Yeah, he got married recently. Did he? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still Facebook friends with everybody. I still keep tabs on him. Let's see what Jonathan's up to right now. Johnny Nero. What is he currently doing? Oh, he's a community manager at Microsoft. Uh, yeah, he was at somebody's wedding recently, it looks like. In February with Mo and... Maybe that's what I can do. Let's just go like to Seattle. Tony. <laughs> Forget the the stipend and the airfare. Just go to Seattle for two weeks. You you do have family and friends in Seattle. That's that is a given. Correct. Right. So should we talk about things that are not you know? Woe is me. Where do I go for my free vacation? Yeah. Well, it's not a free vacation. Thank no. you. Put no, in no, no. five years in this place. Done a lot of hard work. 
I don't uh, doubt that. Yeah, I guess we can start talking about things and and things other than the fact that we've been doing this for ten years now. Yeah, God. And that we still include topics about food and what we ate. Because like right before the recording, we were talking about sous viding chicken, chicken up north. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. It's just a possibility. I haven't actually used that sous vide before, so it might just be a. <laughs> we might just boil some chicken. Yeah, we might just boil some chicken and be like, okay, who wants uh, to go if, out and get pizza? If I, <laughs> again, not a bad thing. <laughs> no, not a bad thing either. Like, the pizza place that I know of, right next, like down the road from your cabin, is wonderful. Oh, yeah, no, the Mancinos, they've also expanded their gluten free pizza section as well. Yes! You were just Although, up there, so. I'll, I'll be honest, I, I was much more, oh, not much more, I'm as excited for their gluten-free subs as their gluten-free pizzas. Well, if you're coming here on Friday night, we have to go to our bellies then. That's just... Yep. Friday night, maybe Thursday night? Thursday night? We can chat about it. We can chat about it. Okay. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk after the show. Uh, What do we got? Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Of course we got Pokemon Go. They are hemorrhaging users, though. Yes, but let's put this in perspective. Their hemorrhaging users is like World of Warcraft hemorrhaging users. I'm using quotation marks here. I know you can't see them. I, I have no idea that you are using quotation marks. Because we, we talked about, yeah, like World of Warcraft had, what, 50 million subscribers, something like that? Just like no. Pokemon Go? No, never. 50 million Let's look World at World of Warcraft number. capped at like 12 million people. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's 12. Sorry. I don't know. 50 million? <laughs> no, that would be that would be surprising. Also, fun fact now, World of Warcraft will not uh will no longer release their um numbers. subscriber numbers anymore. Yeah. Of course they won't. Although now, you know, what what is a subscriber anyway? True. Especially with the free to play not free to play sort of thing. Right. Like, yeah. it's free up to level 20, but after that, their next expansion is coming out, though. Mm-hmm. Also, you can now stream it live on Facebook. On Facebook? Yeah, Facebook Live. Did you not get that update for... I haven't logged into Battle.net in two months. Oh, yeah, if you log into Battle.net, it's going to want you to update. Damn it. And there's a little, like, streaming button you can click on there now, so if you're in a game, you can actually stream it live to Facebook. Okay. Literally, it's a one-button start. Well, two buttons. You click the stream to open the thing there. You can do your stuff there, and you click start stream, and boom. you got to log in Facebook. first, right? Like, you have to yeah. be connected to your Facebook account. Yes. Okay. Can I, can I interrupt and, and hijack for a second for a small rant? All right. So I've been using a, a uh, chat program called GroupMe. Okay. And it's really nice. It's very effective. It's a good way to handle group chats. Ah, ha, ha. It took you five minutes. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. Um, it, so it, it, it's fantastic at handling groups. We use it for Pathfinder. So we've just got the different groups in different groups. And you can be in multiple groups. You can direct chat. It's a chat program. Yeah. On your phone, you can log in with Microsoft, Facebook, or Google. Or custom, right? Yeah. So they're using the OAuth stuff, the open authorization. The login with your Gmail account. Mm-hmm. On their website, you can log in as the custom Facebook or Microsoft. Notice something missing there? Huh. What? Why? <laughs> you can log in on the phone through your Gmail account. You cannot log in online 
through your Gmail account. But here's the real kicker. The way they did their internal structure, because I've logged in through my Gmail account, means the user ID of my email address is taken. So when I go and try to log in online, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever, I'll just make a new account. I can't because that account, that email is tied to an account that I can't log into online. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh my god, it's so annoying. Oh my so, god. I just wanted to hijack that. <laughs> That's oh. We were talking about logging in and World of Warcraft and Yeah, no. Um Yeah, I gotta get my Pokemon Slack Go! Up. I gotta get my Slack up and running too, by the way, because curling season's starting up. You should try group me. Well, we we got everybody on we we got everybody on the Slack. We're okay with that one right now. Have I reviewed Slack, by the way, or no? Nope. Oh. I started well, using I, Discord. I th- let's let me just double check. But yeah, Pokemon Go is losing subscribers. Okay. Which half the people are saying, well, you know, it's losing subscribers. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. What are we going to do? It's going to settle back down. They're losing all the, the people who are like, I'm doing this because it's Pokemon. Wait, this isn't actually a fun game for me. Yeah, no, it's one of those things where everybody was really excited at the beginning. And then they hit the grind. Oh, I remember the grind. And now that you know they're not playing anymore. I mean, the grind is actually not that bad. Uh, in fact, a lot of people aren't leaving because of the grind. They're leaving because Niantic are being total asshats. <laughs> We've talked about this, right? The, yeah, no, the head of I Niantic don't doubt was this. like, oh, no, no, these, these other websites, those are cheating. Hey, what do you think about the guy who put his phone on a model train set so that he could hatch eggs? Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you dick. Breaking our API. Now that's cheating. Physically cheating. That's not No, that's just funny. That's just funny. Yeah. It wasn't even breaking their API. It was putting a bit of a strain on their servers, but that's because they released a broken friggin' game. Yep. Oh, so yeah, all the users are falling away, but they're still falling away, and they're still above 20 million weekly active users. Yeah. So that's why the the other half of it are people are like, that's normal. It's, uh, what was the quote there? Uh, one of the guys said, Pokemon Go is the fastest game to hit 50 million installs in the Google Play Store. Uh, yeah, and I mean, all the initial stuff was, was like... Yeah, okay, most, to... most mobile games will be lucky to retain 50% of their users after the first month. A game that is able to retain 50% of its users after one month is a game that is doing considerably better than the average game and one that is showing it's doing well. So, if, you know, they had 50 million users and they, you know, by the next month or so are still... Oh, yeah, no, was released right after 4th of July... So we've already passed a month, and they, you know, it, it's, it was already after a month before that started to decline. And by declining, yeah. it means it dropped maybe, but, what, 10 million? I, well, that's not an insignificant number. Yeah, I know, it's not an insignificant number. It's also amount. like a fifth of the, uh, not a fifth, a 50th, so 2%. Like, that's a pretty big amount. Yeah. No, 10, 2 million people is what they lost? No, they lost, uh, it peaked... Around 50, and they're at, I think, 40 right now. All right, so they lost 20%. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, there's the other piece of this, which is that Niantic blasted this out without really thinking about what was going on, and so hospitals across the country have banned Pokemon Go from the premises. They've had all the Pokestops taken down. Um, And then there's interesting things like what happened in Milwaukee. I sent you a link on 
Zencast, I also posted it. Get a Pokemon Go permit for parks? So the the Milwaukee mayor has been saying that Niantic is essentially hosting events in the parks and that they need to go and get a permit to do that. Huh. I guess it's Milwaukee County, not the city of Milwaukee. Which is kind of funny because uh, Kate actually gave me this link here, so I forgot to post it. Um, a Belgian primary school headmaster mm-hmm. has developed an online game, so instead of people searching for Pokemon Go characters, they actually search for real-life books. Huh. So players post pictures and hints about where they have hidden a book, and others go and hunt down the book, you know? Isn't, when somebody has finished just, reading the book, they... They hide it? They hide it, isn't and then, you know, post... Caching? Yeah. It's pretty much, but book-based. So it's geocaching. Yeah. Like, it's, that is geocaching. Well, you don't normally hide books with geocaching. You normally hide something that, you know, like a stamp or something. You hide something. As I understand it, geocaching involves hiding something. Yes, but you normally so, don't take it away from the spot. This one you I do. you do. No. And there there are some people who, you isn't know, that, take something, leave something. Yeah, isn't that, that the point? Well, there's there's different unwritten rules about geocaching. Some people have like a little stamp pad or something, so they actually you have a little stamp that you can put on a book or something to say that you've been there. Things like that. Okay. There's actually oh, what's kind of talking about hidden books. There's a um, there's a race. I forgot where it is, but um, it's this completely uh, not on a trail race, but you're running through the backwoods. And you have to find these separate books along the trail. Mm-hmm. And you're given a page number from the book, so you actually have to tear that page number out of the book to prove that you are actually at said location. It's like this race that, you know, I think nobody has actually ever finished in the time limit that they're given. It was just a funny aside. So Milwaukee wants permits. We got people in Detroit suing them for get off my lawn. Well, also for, like, vandalism and aggression. Yeah. Yeah, vandalism and aggression and illegal parking and all that other fun stuff. Just imagine the stampede that's going to happen if someone, if Niantic releases like a legendary in the middle of New York. Wasn't there a video of everybody in like Thailand going after like a Snorlax or something? There's a video of everyone in Times Square going after a Vaporeon. Uh, I don't think it was Times Square, I think it was Central Park. Yes. Which is not Times Square. Uh, so that's Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there. Still there. It's probably going to be there for a while. T-Mobile. We'll see what happens when winter hits. <laughs> Brace yourselves, winter is coming. Your Pokemon. Uh, is... Do you remember playing Ingress in the winter? Yes, I do. Do you it remember was... the other people who played Ingress in the winter? Yes, but it was a small number compared to... No. There, there were, All I can there... think of is, like, right now is the time to invest in um, gloves that have the... You can use your cell phone with oh, these gloves. The, the tactile stuff, yeah. Yeah, the, the conductive go- gloves. Like, go to the store and just buy them out and then resell them. Go to a Pokestop and set up a shop there. I saw some people at the park last week trying to sell these safety vests that say, like, they have the Pokeball in the back. They, like, poke, like makes frequent stops for Pokemon sort of thing. Cute. Yeah, I don't think anybody really bought them, but who knows. So, yeah, T-Mobile announced that they were getting rid of data caps. Cool. And creating a new plan, just a plan, called T-Mobile One. Okay. Unlimited everything. Talk text data video yeah okay it is a single plan for t-mobile okay 
Uh, one line Sounds costs good. you. One line is seventy dollars. It's a little pricey, but I think it's cheaper than Verizon. Uh, second line is fifty dollars. Okay. And then every line up to eight past that is twenty dollars. Okay. Okay. So the yeah, T-Mobile One has their unlimited plan for seventy dollars a line. Sprint is uh, put theirs at sixty, but a second line costs forty, so that's lower. Verizon doesn't have any unlimited plans. AT&T offers unlimited plans, but those only to subscribe to DirecTV. Sprint is now offering one. Oh, okay. There's these um, unlimited and unlimited premium. Yeah, so this or unlimited, unlimited plan. Premium. Um, well, I I'm a T-Mobile subscriber, and hey, I'm AT&T not going has to. An unlimited plan. Hmm? AT&T has an unlimited. Yeah, for DirecTV subscribers. Yes. Yes. Okay. So T-Mobile One. Yes. Um, I'm I'm a T-Mobile subscriber. Uh huh. I'm not going to get it. Okay, why not? Because, uh, first off, the whole unlimited thing is not really unlimited. It's just like our current plan where we can use up to 2 gigabytes. Um, oh, no, sorry, 26 gigabytes of data. Once you use that, then you will be uh, throttled down. Okay. So it's, Andy, it's unlimited. When's the last time you used 26 gigabytes on your phone? Never. When's the last time you used a gigabyte on your phone? Uh, oh, I... I knew that recently because I actually hit into my data stash recently. It's a month or two ago. Um, but the um, the all video is going to be binged on, so it's all going to be restricted to 480p unless you want to pay an additional twenty five dollars a month for HD video. Um, and hotspots, hotspots Hot are included in the plan, just like they are with my current data plan. Except the the T-Mobile One plan limits hotspots to 128 kilobits per second. That's not very fast. No, that's that's like dial-up speed, which I have the hotspot part of my data plan, so I can, you know, if I'm anywhere and there's a problem with work, I can turn on my mobile hotspot and VPN into work and, you know, do things, which I wouldn't be able to do at 128 kilobits per second. So if I want real 4G connectivity, it'd be an extra $15 a month. So what does it bring the total cost up to? Let's see. Let's see. Okay, so if I did Kate and me, that's 70 plus 50, so that's 120. Plus another 25 a month for higher resolution and all the other stuff. Yep, plus another 15 for actual hotspot connectivity and not pseudo hotspot connectivity, mm-hmm. which is way more oh, than what we're currently paying for that, our cell phone bill. That extra stuff mm-hmm. is per line. Oh, per line? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, not switching. <laughs> so, interestingly enough, Sprint also has a new unlimited plan, which but they are also doing the same capping. Yeah, which was announced just after T-Mobile announced theirs. Yeah, so they're also capping. They're also doing that same bullshit. Um, But, yeah, good lord, these people are assholes. Totally out there to get money. Uh Which, speaking of being an asshole to somebody, Google Fiber was on the receiving end of that many, many times, which we talked about. The receiving end of what? uh, The telecoms being assholes. Oh, yeah. Because there was, you know, the the lawsuits brought against them for, you know, exclusivity in municipality areas, and there was the whole thing about uh, deciding if Google could, Google could actually put wires up on quote unquote their telephone poles. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Google Fiber hasn't been doing too good lately. 
And um, according to reports, uh, Larry Page uh, has demanded that Google Fiber reduce customer acquisition costs to one-tenth their current levels while cutting their unit's workforce in half down to 500 people. That sounds a little worrisome. Yes, which is why Google Fiber has kind of stopped their rollout and yeah. they're also thinking about switching from fiber to high-speed wireless delivery. Huh. So, yeah, they've actually uh, bought other companies like WebPass, which deals with high-speed wireless internet. Uh, they got another company who's run by the former Aereo founder. Oh, that's good. That, that'll, that'll be great. So they want to try and do, I think, his, yeah, it's called uh, Starry, trying to use millimeter uh, wavelength wave stuff. So yeah, so Google Fiber is going through a bit of a... Um, Restructuring, yes. I believe is the term. Which All right. I, I understand the, the, you know, the wireless spectrum is a lot cheaper to roll out. Good example of that is actually um, one of our transmitter sites. We have a dedicated wire that goes from our studio to our transmitter site. It mm-hmm. is literally a dedicated like that wire only goes to those two locations it's maintained by i think at&t and the price is in the hundreds of dollars per month to keep that line maintained i got some ubiquity radios and some ip based remote control stuff and within three months basically had it pay for itself and the amount of money we saved not paying for that dedicated hard line so I personally know exactly like the price comparisons of, you know, dedicated line versus wireless. Hey, look at that. We can, you know, go from here to here, have a secured connection that's pretty robust and have it for a fraction of the cost it would be to actually get an actual physical cable from one spot to another. And so fiber is doing essentially the same thing as that. Yes. Right. Looking and speaking at of spectrum, cheaper. the forward auction is going on. The forward auction? Yes, the forward Forward. forward auction. Okay. Yes, because remember where there was the reverse auction? Yeah. Where the yeah. I, I t- heard the Ford auction. No. As in Ford Motor Sorry. Company. I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with Spectrum and why is Ford auctioning something? No, no, no. Forward. My apologies. The forward auction. Forward auction. We've moved out of the reverse auction. Yes. Now we're into the forward auction. Yes. This is where so, the FC, the, they're, they're selling the actual Spectrum. Yes. The reverse auction was saying who wants to let up their spectrum. Yes. And how much now, are you willing to get paid in order to do it? Yeah. And so now they're going in the forward auction. But if I recall, if they don't do this at a certain level or they don't make enough money from it, then they scrap it and start all over. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Which... Um, okay, so the reverse auction final price tag was $88.4 billion. Okay. okay. So the forward auction, in order to basically pay off the reverse auction, would have to make $88.4 billion. Now, the FCC divided all the spectrum up into about 400 blocks, and about 300, and I think it was 380, are already basically set. Okay. So it's that last 20, 20 or so blocks, blocks is, is still what's being auctioned, right? Guess what the current price tag is for the forward auction? A billion dollars. Higher. Four billion dollars. Higher. Ten billion dollars. Higher. Twenty billion dollars? Lower. This is for each of the four remaining ones. 
Well, or this the is for the remaining ones. This is right? for the total. This is the total price tag of what people have spent. And I'm just telling you that you know a majority of it is already basically set. We're just they're they're working on the last little bits, and they're only at sixteen point five billion dollars. Well, time to start over. Yeah, a lot of people are like, hmm, yeah, no, hmm, eighty-eight billion versus sixteen point five billion. Well, but that's that's economics, right? So now yep. they go back to the reverse auction and say, like, you guys need to accept less money on this. Well, what they're going to do is they're going to say they're going to basically say, all right, we're only going to we're only going to forward auction off less spectrum. Mm. So it's instead of the hundred megahertz blocks that they were selling off, they're only going to do I think like ninety or eighty or something like that. So they're going to they're going to cut down how much spectrum is available. Cutting out the supply, forcing yeah. the price up. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people are thinking it's going to take two times through this. Some people are thinking up to four before we can actually get everything leveled out. Yep, but they went into it knowing that, right? Like, this isn't a surprise to people. That's the whole reason why they said, if we don't get this done, we're going to have to do it again. Yes, but still, a lot of the TV companies are kind of annoyed because they don't know what's going to happen to them until everything is set and done. So a lot of them aren't doing any sort of infrastructure upgrades. A lot of them aren't doing any sort of, you know, selling or buying or anything like that until yeah. this gets taken. So the, the whole TV industry is kind of just in a standstill waiting for this to happen. And it could take months, maybe years before this stuff finally, you know, gets ironed out. And then as soon as that does, they're going to have, I think, 36 months to get everything set Oof. the entire the entire country is going to have 36 months to move all this stuff around so it's it's going to be a lot of sitting and waiting and then literally a mad dash to try and hire people to you know to redo cabling and antennas and everything else like that at the same time that everybody in else in the country is going so to be doing the same exact thing good time to go learn how to handle wires yeah so it'd probably a, be a good time to be a tower climber yeah what sort of training does do tower climbers need? That is an excellent question. Um, like, I might where do I go to, to get experience and go to a, a telecom company and be like, I am certified? Is there even a certification for doing this sort of thing? Could they just literally hire anyone off the street and say, like, climb that? How to become a tower climber from rcrwireless.com. Work schedule, blah, blah, blah. Pay oh, schedule, blah, blah, blah. Benefits, blah, blah, blah. Necessary experience. Here we go. Experience and background. <laughs> Planet Rock Hollywood uh, membership. High school is usually the minimum requirement. If you plan to do more than general tower climbing and repair, such as RF maintenance and an RF or mechanical engineering degree may be required. Oh, wow. But most of those guys are literally, it, you're plugging in cables. The guy who owns the tower is going to be like, I need this cable up here connected to this antenna, and I need that other antenna taken down. So you grab your power tools, you climb up the tower, you unhook whatever's here up there. Here you go. You lower it down. Andy. Yeah? Read a little further down. Certifications usually include some or all of the following. Oh, there we go. All right. Well, that's pretty easy. Need the OSHA 10-hour for construction certification, the Gravitech or Comtrain authorized climbing and rescue they want you to be CPR certified, RSI RF awareness certification, and the Crosby ringing, rigging certification. So that's basically what, like a week of classes? Yeah, but you have to get a lot of those classes like from the company. Yeah. Select region, Midwest. Oh, look, there are 
Oh, Tesco University. Yes, uh, they're a big guy right now. Yeah. Antenna Theory, uh, Authorized Climber, Tower Rescue Climber And OSHA climber requires classes. that the organizations provide the equipment. Yes. So you don't have to have your own harness. No. A lot of the guys do have their own harnesses, though, because they're custom fit to them. Yeah. Well, if you really wanted to, Dave, there's a three-day Tower Rescue Competent Climber course in October in <laughs> Kankaski, Illinois. Where the hell is Kankaski, Illinois? Spell that. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Kankaki. K-A-N-K-A-K-E-E. Kankaki, Illinois. The city of Kankaki is south of Chicago. That would be far easier for you to get to than me, Andy. Oh, because you got to go through Chicago? Yeah. Well, I could just take 39 south to 80 and cut across and then pick up 57 and go down. You want to you wanna go meet in October, Andy, and get climbing certified in Kankakee, Illinois? The answer is no. Yeah. So, yeah, those, so we're probably going to be poking into this auction probably for months to come because it's not going to be over soon. The FCC is trying to hurry it along, though. They actually said, okay, every round the price is going to go up 10% no matter what. So you, you are minimum required to bin, bid 10% higher than you were last time. <laughs> so it'll just keep going. Yeah. Um, and they're restructuring the bidding rounds to three one-hour rounds every day. All right. Well, then. So uh, what else we got? Oh, Google um, is letting you play solitaire now in your web browser. Good for them. Yeah, if you actually Google Solitaire. If you go and Google Solitaire, it's assuming I can spell Solitaire properly. Holy crap, there's Solitaire. Well, shit. Yep, there is Solitaire. Uh, flip. Oh, easy mode is way too easy. Yeah, I know, no, I, you, gotta, you gotta play in hard mode. Easy mode flips one card at a time? Yep. Bullshit. Although I think I'm already out. <laughs> <laughs> I got two moves. And there's nothing else I can do right now. Oh, there we go. Eight goes on the nine. Nope, 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 nope. I'm flipping all the same damn cards. I'm going to keep doing this until you tell me something else. Well, I'm just surprising that... Um, so I googled solitaire, and I did this yeah. at work. And, you know, yeah. I played, played a hand of solitaire at work. I did it here. I googled solitaire, and it's not showing up. S-O-L-I-T-A-I-R-E? Yeah. Huh. I wonder why it's not showing up for you. I don't know. showing up for me. Easy mode. Why, why is it not showing up? Is it because I got ad blocker on? Nope, because I have an ad blocker too. It's not an ad. What the hell? <laughs> why is it not showing up? I don't know, Andy. This is so weird. Like, I know it works. It's like, yeah, I was, I was playing solitaire at work. I shouldn't say that too loudly. You shouldn't say that, especially given your boss listens to this podcast. I was just trying it out at work. <laughs> uh, I swear it wasn't me. That's not mine. No, that's not mine. I swear it's, it's totally not mine. That's not me. I didn't do that. Oh my god, this is awful. This is, this is going to be such a productivity killer. Okay, so I can flip a coin. That's fine. Let's see. Wait, there's a tic tac toe is working as well. Flipping. Holy shit! You can flip a coin. Yep. Can you roll a die? Yep, you can roll a die. You should try tic-tac-toe, though, because, well, let's, let's see how well. Medium, all right. Please tell me there's an Easter egg where you can set the number of players to zero. Oh, God, I gotta remember how to do tic-tac-toe. So that you can always win? Yeah. Take a corner. Is it a corner? No, it's take a side. So I go there, and he goes there, and I go here, and I win. Yep. Yeah, there's easy, medium, and impossible. 
Wait, how do you win tic-tac-toe? It's corner, right? You take two opposite corners? You know how long it's been since I've played tic-tac-toe? <laughs> Winning tic-tac-toe. Because <laughs> I feel I should remember this. I can't believe... Okay, yeah, you have to take the middle block. No, you all steps. No, you don't take the middle block. You take the corners. Yeah, there we go. I win. Okay, I'm an idiot. You take two adjacent corners. But, but I still want to do solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's like search for solitaire i search for that and all i get is in the news how to play solitaire inside google search and i'm like solitaire click to play it shows up for me i want to know what their algorithm is for rolling a die though can i roll a d10 nope well you can if you go to random.org yeah but that's that's not the same as saying roll a d10 and google rolling a d10 yeah all right we we should probably move and we got would you Stop um, that. All right, Dave, what do you want to talk uh, about now? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, PlayStation 4.5 is supposed to be announced in a, about a week and a half, September 7th. Sony is, is holding a press event. Is that different than the PlayStation Slim that people are yes. saying is already out? Yes. Okay. The Slim is already there. The 4.5 is codenamed Neo, and it's the 4K, etc., etc., it's what the actual next gen was supposed to be. Gotcha. Where it's 4K, it's uh, VR compatible. God, I still I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, that'd be not, no, I don't. I haven't even hooked up my Xbox 360 to the TV. Yeah, I tried hooking up my PlayStation, and it's it's there, but I just haven't had the urge to play anything on it. Mm-hmm. So I don't so know. So that's in what two weeks? Yep. Yeah, two weeks. So more info then. Uh, Gawker.com has ceased to exist. It has ceased to be? Well, have you gone there? No. Gawker.com to end operations next week. Gawker.com is shutting down today, Monday, 22nd of August. I mean, it's still there, but they aren't producing anything. The Gawker domain is also being left behind in bankruptcy. All right. (laughs) Former editor who wrote the story has a $230 million hold on his checking account. Jeez. Yeah, he's kind of fucked. Yeah. So that's a thing. Um, I don't know. What else? Um, Tesla has upgraded their cars. Okay. There's a new P100D version. And what does the P100D do? Uh, it uh, can oh, go from zero super to... super fast one? Yeah, it can go from zero to 60 in 2.5 seconds. Okay, but no, one, no reasonable person is going to have this car, right? Like... Um, yeah, because the cost is $134,500. But they're also getting a new 100-kilowatt-hour battery, so the car can actually go 315 miles now before it needs to recharge. So I could go from here to your place. Is it 315 miles? Well, it's 400 miles to Ann Arbor. You are about 90 miles away from Ann Arbor, right? About uh, 110. 110? So, yeah. yeah. I could, in theory, make it to your place. That is correct, yes. You could make it here. You'd be on your vapors by the time you get here, but... <laughs> Quote-unquote vapors. There's, there's no gas. There's no, you're no right. Vapor. Yeah, so... No, okay, so if you went to... The, the point of it is that there's no gas, Sandy. Yeah, I know. So yes, you could make it all the way from Madison to here without having to stop and recharge. Yep. All right. Um, do we want to hit the randoms? There's a few other scattered things in here, but nothing major. EA Remastered. Yeah, EA wants to go back and dig into their back catalog and resell games they've already sold. 
Uh, I mean, that's nothing new. Yeah, no, right? it's like the Bioshock just got the remastered. It was all three games: Bioshock, Bioshock Two, Bioshock Infinite. Which I still need to play Infinite. So do I. I own it. I also need to play two. Maybe if I get this uh, PlayStation Four Point Five, maybe I'll do that. But I also have a really sweet PC. I love how there's a list now on Game Informer of remastered titles that have been released. Yeah. Uber is losing money? $1.2 billion. Why are they losing a billion dollars? Uh, let's see. In the first quarter of this year, Uber lost about $520 million before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. In the second quarter, they lost $750 million, which included a roughly $100 million shortfall, shortfall in the U.S. So, so far this year, they have posted losses of $1.27 billion. Subsidies for Uber's drivers are responsible for the majority of the company's losses globally. So, lawsuits. That, or they're just paying drivers too much, which most Uber drivers will say they're not getting paid enough. Could be. Uber, which is seven years old, has lost nearly $4 billion in the history of the company. And why is it still around? I'm not because sh- people keep on thinking that they're going to make money and keep on pumping. I guess. I d- oh, man. Uh, I don't know if you, if you watch. I have a, a notification on Google for watching GameStop stock. Yeah. Uh, go look at the five-day. What did GME. GME, all right. What happened? <laughs> their quarterlies. They announced uh, their their profit. And then dropped? Yeah, because they didn't 10%? make money. <laughs> 10% wiped out. Damn. Just poofed. It'll come back up. I mean, go look and at especially it Especially like the, the holiday season. Five years. Yeah, it'll come back up eventually. So speaking of stock, can we hit the one topic, that, the first one that I posted just for... Sure. So St. Jude Medical makes pacemakers and defibrillators. Yeah. Um, this group called MedSec... Who's a cybersecurity firm specializing in medical, medical devices. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, found out there were some vulnerabilities in St. Jude's pacemakers and defibrillators so instead of you know going to saint jude and saying hey guys you know you got a problem here they went to an an investment firm an investment firm yes and said hey um there's a security vulnerability in this stuff here if you you know makes news yeah as soon as it makes news their stock's going to fall and we're telling you guys because we'd like you to invest on behalf of us isn't that isn't that insider trading like that is illegal I don't. I don't know what the rules are for this, but it, yes, it sounds pretty illegal. <laughs> it's like we realize there's a vulnerability in the thing there. We're not going to tell people yet. We want you to. Well, I think what happened is they wanted. To, I think they got hired by Saint Jude. The, well, they got no. They got hired by Muddy Waters as a consultant to look for places that had vulnerabilities. No, no. I think they they went to Muddy Waters and said, we've got this information. We want you to hire us as a consultant and then also short the stock here because there's a problem. And then Muddy Waters is the one who actually released the information saying, hey, our consultants found out this problem. And then St. Jude's stock, you know, closed down 4%. It has to be so friggin' illegal. And if it's not, then we need to figure out a way to make it illegal because this is stupid. Yeah, so... People are like, well, this is going to set a new president now, rather than, you know, either A, people going to the company and maybe getting a bug bounty or something else like that. They're just basically going to public shame them and earn money off of it. Holy shit. It's insider trading. 
well, so far this was this was done on Thursday. I haven't read anything else on the fallout from this yet. I don't think there has been. So, what was St. Jude's stock yesterday? Uh, hold on, I got to find out what their stock uh, ticker is. Uh, it is STJ, and it was back up by a quarter of a percent. So it's still down. It is down from where it was before. That is a very consistent stock. Going back like three months, it is very consistent, except for yesterday. Yeah. There was a sudden jump back in April 2016. <laughs> yes. It would be really great, Google, is if I, you know, click on a uh, spot like, on their uh, chart. It looks like the stop, yeah, and see what news happened around there. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like trading was stopped after the news about this came out. Mm. Yeah, St. Jude Medical declares claim of vulnerability false and misleading. Hmm. Huh. Still, this is this is not good no, <laughs> across the there's, board. There's this is no just, good outcome of this. It's no. just stupidity. Okay, review. Bad. Yes. Get going. I am going to review Zencaster. Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. How do you know it's a Web 2.0? There's no vowel. Well, there's they're, they're missing a vowel. Right. At least one. You know, it's Web 3.0 when, you know, there's no vowels. Would you stop right. putting your hand up, by the way? <laughs> so we are actually recording this episode using Zencaster. Yes. We are not using Skype. We are not using any other VoIP other than the VoIP that is currently built into Zencaster. Which is a website. Yes, so it's really it is a website. using the browser. Yes, we are using the browser to record this podcast. Now, what it does is... There's two ways you can do this. Uh, I've got it set up right now where it can actually record an MP3 file in the background right now that is actually getting uploaded uh, to Dropbox. my Dropbox as we're doing this. Yeah. So in case there's a problem, I literally now in my Dropbox have a backup of this conversation up to our current point. Okay. Do you also One, have the non-mixed WAV files? Yes and no. What's going to happen as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to hit stop. Once it's done, then it's going to start uploading the WAV file from your computer, Dave, to my Dropbox. So my computer is recording a WAV file. Yes. It's not, it's not doing the, the streaming MP3 as like a backup, as, which I still don't understand that. How many people are podcasting and you know rec- doing recordings in MP3? It just makes no sense to me. Trying to find a I Skype know. recorder that you, everybody's like, oh yeah, no, it's a free Skype recorder. It can record I an MP3. Know. We understand, Andy. So this one can do multiple people. This can do easy invites for anybody who's got you know a web browser and a microphone. Yep. Um, there's a chat screen in here as well. So Dave and, you know, like he said, he posted a web link in the chat on Zencaster for me to look at. There's also this feature where Dave gets to raise his hand if he wants to say something like he My just did. My hand is up. My hand is up. I can put it down. My hand is up again. And that's down because I took it down. Ha ha ha. I can also mute Dave like I'm doing right now. Andy, stop that. <laughs> and I stopped muting Dave. That's totally uh, not for ki- I, I know I can mute myself, but I can't mute you. Well, that's because I'm in control, which is, part, which is weird, though, because I can't put my hand up. So if there's a discussion going on and I have something to say, you know, as a thing there, Dave can put his hand up so I could see it and go, oh, Dave has something to say. Let's talk to Dave. Yeah, because you're supposed to be managing the conversation, which means that by default, your hand is up. But the idea of the, the hand up thing is that you actually have everyone muted. 
until somebody people, has something to say, and then I'll unmute you and put your hand right. down. The idea is that this is for large groups. So you have everyone muted by default, and then when someone puts their hand up, you can say, yeah, Dave, what is it? And you'd unmute me and take my hand down. But you always have your, your mic on, and you're always there. True. I still feel like that, that hand thing, though, should be in my part, but you, you can also add... This- Back at packs with the three-part podcast. Yes, this would have been nice. Um, the footnote is if there's some problem, you know, if there's somebody says something like 20 minutes in or Dave does something, he's like, oh, we need to remove that. I can put a footnote at that time and say, hey, undo this. Ooh, that's neat. Yeah, so I can put footnotes in there for all the audio. I don't even need a VoIP recorder. We could do this, you know, if both of us had Skype and we wanted to do it that way, we could turn off the VoIP system in Zencaster and use Skype and just use this to record the stuff and have it upload and all that fun jazz. Neat. There's some post there's some post production stuff there, but the post production yeah. does automatic mix down. Ooh. Yeah. Pass. Yeah, so it's like, okay, yes, I could do post-production, but I, I'd have to do each thing individually, and then it would have to upload a separate file, and then it already mixes to MP3, and I'm just like, no, that's that's fine. So yeah, Zencaster, it's, if, if you want to do it right now, right now, it's still in beta, so it's free. He's thinking about doing a subscription plan for mm-hmm. $10 a month, which as soon as I saw that, I'm like, mm. that's That's a lot. That's a lot. $10 a month for yeah. recording. But, but this we'll will be nice, though, because there, there are people we talk to who don't have Skype. Yep. And so this one, I literally just sent Dave a link. That's all I got was a link. Like, hey, click this. What? Holy shit, it's recording. Pretty straightforward. So Zencaster, it's a, we're, we're doing the podcast recording on it right now, so we'll see how it goes. The, the one problem I'm worried about is the fact that you were going to have to upload a wave file that is an hour and a half long. So I don't know how long that's going to take on Dave's connection. We will find out. Yes. But so far, not bad. As soon as it goes to a subscription though, dropping we'll it like a bad habit. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you let him know that like, as long as this is free, we'll be happy to use it and even like promote it. But, um, not yet. I was going to do okay. that once I, you know, Got through the rest of it, and then it's going to send him feedback. Yeah. Even if we want to do, like, it's sponsored by, we can add that. It's not the end of the world. Once, you know, he starts actually charging for it. Yeah. Yeah. Just as a heads up, my download speed right now is clocking in at about 13, and we'll see what the upload speed is when the download finishes. Just so you know for the the size of the WAV file. I want to know where it's storing this WAV file. I'm not sure. I haven't figured that part out yet. Uh, I have an, I have seven and a half down and one and a half up. Let's see. Wave files are normally what around two hundred megabytes for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll find this out when we get to that point. Okay. But Zencaster, if you want to do a podcast recording right now for free, and you don't want to deal with Skype or anything else like that, this is literally a one-stop shop. You know, this would also be really good just for like a group chat, right? It was send a link, click a button, and there it is. Yes. So no no worrying about Mumble or any other servers like that. It's just, boom, everybody's here, everybody's chatting. We don't even have to record it. It's still, you know... Oh, yeah, no, we wouldn't have to record it, would we? Nope. Just be there, and everybody will be there together. Yep. That's hmm. so a neat little uh, quick way. It's actually, it's also essentially anonymous, because I didn't have to log in. Nope. I just had to give you the link. I had to create a, basically I had to create a session. As soon as that was up there, it's like, invite people. Here's the link. I copy, I paste that to somewhere and boom, yep. we're all up and running. Yep. All so, right. Zencaster. Cool. 
So, random topic. Yeah. I rolled ahead of time. It yeah. is unexpected benefits of cohabitation. Unexpected benefits of cohabitation. Unexpected benefits of cohabitation. How unexpected is unexpected? Is it unexpected of, like, if I gave it thought, I wouldn't have recognized this? Or just, I didn't think about it, and therefore this was a bonus? I, I don't know. It just says, literally, there are just four words on this random topic. Unexpected. Someone to cook for me when I am sick. Yes, that is nice. It's one of the things where if I'm sick and I'm down... There is someone here to take care of me. Yes. Uh, I also someone... have talked about this in the past. I do not work well. I didn't work well when I was by myself. Yeah. It was sad, and Kate will agree to that 100%. Like, yes. I, I didn't have a consistent sleeping schedule. Correct. Didn't eat consistently. There was a lot also of things correct. I did not do. Yes. Now I'm much better. This is all correct. So there was a lot of basically getting my body trained to be a normal person okay. was unexpected from cohabitation. So being an adult. Yes. Cohabitating has promoted Andy's adulthood. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think the big one is this, like someone there to, to help out uh, means that a lot of my bad habits, there's something to counter them. Um... There's someone say, here to get the door when I'm at work. Um, I don't know if this is a benefit or not, but uh, we're kind of enable each other a bit. You enable? Yeah, it's just, well, it's one of those things where it's like, Kate's in there going like, I'm kind of hungry right now, and I'm like, well, what about those ice cream sandwiches in the freezer? Oh, yeah, ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> oh, God, ice cream sandwiches. Damn it, Andy. I'm sorry. You see, it's one of those things where she's like, oh, yeah, no, that would be good right now. And so yeah, it was my suggestion for, for it. God damn. Unexpected benefits of cohabitation. Warmth. Uh, someone who I can bounce stuff off of quite often. Mm-hmm. Kate many times has been the answer to my would it be weird if questions. Yeah, you do that long enough and the answer is going to start changing. Yeah, she normally realizes both the, are different. both the time when I ask, would it be weird if... She's like, it's normally not weird. I'm like, okay. You asking makes it weird. Would it be weird? Yeah. Unexpected benefits of cohabitation. Um, yeah, it's nice, you know, if I'm running late or something, Kate can start working on dinner. Mm-hmm. That's always good. But yeah, no, I feel like it's more just the being an adult. It's... <laughs> taking cues from her you know doing the dishes or something that i should probably try and clean something up or i i i just have a feeling that I just i'm more adult now especially when kate was gone for four days on her own i actually you know kept a normal schedule and i did some cleaning up of the apartment at the time that was also good so yeah no i'm gonna say it was it was being an adult that's the unexpected benefit is you know i'm a better adult now be than adult. i was before okay i'll go with that Sure. That, that sounds pretty appropriate. All right. Uh, always someone to play a game with. Like, there's there's people around, right? You're not... I guess it's not unexpected that you're not alone when you are cohabitating <laughs> with someone. Next week on RA Podcast, unexpected drawbacks of cohabitation. Once Kate listens to this random topic and then tells me I'm wrong, <laughs> and tells me why I'm wrong, then I'll let you know. Okay. Well, beyond that, I guess uh, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. 
You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>